This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by Helix Sleep. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for you, my friends, at helixsleep.com slash opie. What's up, everyone? Good morning. Welcome to my live stream from the ocean. My uh, my hat's gonna be a little low today. My hat's gonna be a little low today because I haven't slept in a week. I'm tired, I'm achy, I'm irritable, and with that we say uh, good morning to Spencer Kilpatrick, you are first on the live stream, and of course you're first on the YouTube, Vivek Sharma, you are first on the Facebook, you got Scott Arsenal, what's up Scott, how are you? Hold on, I gotta get my coffee, my coffee is, my coffee is no more than a foot below me to my left here. This could take a little while. This is no joke. I will explain where I've been in a, as soon as I can get my coffee. Ah. Cheers. The people that know, know. Actually, the only people that really know are the ones that are privy to more information. <clears throat> oh my God, I can't cough and I can't laugh. The people in the private Facebook group are the only ones that know that for the last week I've been in bed with an incredibly bad pulled back. Uh, Alright, people are just commenting about the old show. Thank you. Oh, but do you think Anthony is more successful? Than it? I, don't, I don't know. I don't, th- I don't know, bro. If he is, great. I, I, I don't compete against Anthony. I, I don't give a, a shit. If he's more successful than me, I don't give a shit. If he has more money than me, I don't give a shit. If he's happier than me, I don't care. I have confidence in what I do. I got self-awareness, and I'm just happy doing me. It's been a long week for me and my family, and the, the people in the private Facebook group know. So a week ago... A week ago, Sunday, right? It's I think it's Monday. I just literally lost a week. I was having a glorious beach day last Sunday, like glorious. We have friends out here that that we really, really like. We're hanging out with them. We got the whole beach set up. Some days we just throw an umbrella down there and go, you know, swim and and we come back. But other days we set up all nice. All nice. And we were set up to the nines. We had music, we had a cooler. Uh, we were fishing, we had boogie boards, you know the deal. Um, and I was sitting in a really shitty beach chair. And I kind of knew that my, my, my back was unstable in this beach chair. It was one of, the, one of these beach chairs that is really, really low to the sand. You're pretty much sitting on the sand. But the problem for me, because I have two herniated discs, I've had them for at least 25, 30 years at this point. I, I don't know a life without back problems. 
there was no real lower back support as I'm sitting in the sand looking at my rod and watching my kids swim and listening to tunes and having a, a couple beers. My back is just compromised and it's just poking out the back of the beach chair like, like, like this. And I knew it was problematic. I'm like, shit. But, you know, I've been doing a lot of yoga and stretching. I should be all right. And I'm getting up a, a lot to stretch and make sure it doesn't lock down. Long story short, we end uh, our glorious beach day. It was absolutely awesome. And then it was time to grill. So doing the grilling. <clears throat> and as, I, as I'm doing that, I go to my wife. This fucking back wants to pull out. My back wants to pull out. So I get on the ground as I'm grilling. I'm on my belly trying to do stretches. Anything I can do to prevent this thing from pulling out. Because when it wants to pull out, there's, there's very little uh, you can do. So we get, we get done with dinner. I go upstairs to take a shower. And I still feel the back. It's just like, it's just doing this to me. I didn't do anything that made uh, the back pull out. It was just trying to pull out on its, on its own. So I take a shower. I come back downstairs. I'm hanging out with the family. And all of a sudden, I went, oh, no, oh, no. And sure enough, the back said, F you, and just, and pulled dramatically. I, uh, I fell to the ground immediately in ex- extreme pain, excruciating pain. And I was able to get my body to the couch and lay on my back. And then I, uh, I whispered to my wife, I'm like, oh my God, I can't, I can't move. I literally can't move. It was one of the worst back pulls of my life. I'm like, I can't move. She goes, what do you mean you can't move? I'm like, I, I li- if I move a centimeter, any part of my body, it was ex- ex- extreme pain, excruciating, I wanted to use so long story short, for the next 24 hours, 24 hours, I laid on the couch like this on my back, couldn't get a pillow under my head because even that would be excruciating pain, and I had to just stay in the same position for 24 straight hours. I go to my wife, I say, this one is so bad, I got to go to the hospital. Yeah, there you go. John Quartz knows. I have a herniated disc as well. Constant pain, torture to do anything. Yeah, when it happens, man, you can't even you can't even lift your arm over your head. You know, I didn't want to scare the kids, but I, I, I kind of started whispering to my wife. I'm like, I got to go to the hospital. This is really, really bad. I need, like, I need traction or, or something, you know? She goes, you want any painkillers? And I'm like, I, no. My whole life when I, when I pulled my back, I've avoided the painkillers. I understand why people, when their back goes... They just pop painkillers like they're M&M's and they stay in bed for a week before they even attempt to, you know, try to get the back back together. So I said to the wife, man, I, 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 I got to get to the hospital. And then I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm trying to move just a little bit to get comfortable. Like I'm just kind of doing this motion, just trying to get my back comfortable. And even that was excruciating pain. So then the thought went through my head. I'm like, this is what I would love to talk to people about, especially in the medical uh, community our first responders. My back was pulled so bad that I was pretty much frozen on the couch for 24 straight hours. Even if I moved a centimeter, it was excruciating pain. It was at least a 10, like a a 10 that just simply wouldn't go away. I'm like, how are they going to get me to the hospital? 
Because I, I wouldn't be able to get in a car or drive. I would have to get on one of those boards. That's how bad it was. I, I go to my wife. I'm like, how the fuck are they going to get in this house with a board, get the board under my back without uh, me literally having a nervous breakdown from the pain? And then I'm like, how are they going to get me out of the house? We have a lot of stairs that lead down to the, uh, you know, the road in front of the house here. Then they're going to get me in an ambulance... And then they're going to... Wait, sleep on flat surfaces sorts out a back, uh, bad back. Soft mattresses will uh, F you up. You're 100% uh, right about that, sir. And then they'll get me in an ambulance, and then I'm going to feel every bump to the hospital. And then all I want to do is be alone, and then they're going to put me in a dumb hallway somewhere because, I mean, I don't have to explain to you. Anyone that's been to a hospital in the last, oh, I don't know, 50 years understands that if you're not bleeding to death, they're just going to put you somewhere and make you sit for a half a day. I'm like, I, I, there's no way I could, I could get to the damn hospital. I'm like, they would have to come here, knock me out with some, some, uh, amazing drug to completely numb the back just to get me there. And then I know what's going to happen. Cause I kind of know what's going on. They're going to go, oh, yeah, you pulled your back. You got, you know, obviously a herniated disc. They slipped a little bit. Here's some uh, medication because that's what we like to do in America is just uh, throw medication at everything. And then they're literally going to say, okay, you can go home now. And then I'm going to have to get in a car and come all the way back here. So I'm like, you know what? The hospital is a waste of time. Waste of time. So the whole goal was to get me off the couch. That took over a day, over a day to try to figure out how I could get off the couch. And then I went for it. And uh, the couch is right below me. I'm one story up, not a lot of stairs. This is where, uh, this is, uh, you know, this is our our bedroom. I'm not going to show you where the magic happens, but this is our bedroom. I'm like, just get me upstairs. I just want to lay in a bed by myself and try to figure this shit out. So it took, it took over a day. We finally got a plan. You can't lift me or anything like that. People with back problems understand. You can't touch the person that has a bad back. They got to do it all on their own. So I rolled off the couch and, and thrump, hit the floor. That made me cry. The kids, obviously, we put them somewhere else in the house so they didn't see... Uh, See daddy in, in such a state. And then I'm on the floor and using all my upper body strength, I was able to kind of get to my knees. And then I was able to get to a chair. All this excruciating 10 out of 10 pain. But I'm like, all right, just deal with it and get upstairs. Do you know it took an hour to get from the couch downstairs to the bedroom up here and get in bed? And I was using chairs, and we were using broom handles, and I was just doing everything I, I can. And every step was just excruciating pain. Opie isn't afraid to cry, a real man. That's right. You got that right, James. I don't think there's anything wrong with a guy crying. How about them apples? We got upstairs. Uh, just getting in this bed is a little higher up. That, that's, that's a story in itself. And then I proceeded to lay in this uh, in this room for the last uh, five days. I just started moving around only about two days ago. 
couldn't sleep for the first uh, 48 hours. The first 24 on the couch downstairs, flat on my back with no pillow. Couldn't move an inch. I stayed like that for 24 hours. And then when I was able to get up here, another 24 hours in bed without, I mean, without a minute of sleep. Oh, I wanted to sleep, but the pain was unbearable. And then I was just trying to like, try to move. And when I say try to move, I'm talking maybe try to move an inch, an inch to get a little more comfortable. And I just stared at the ceiling and I was able to kind of use my phone, kind of. Um, so I went on Twitter to see what everyone was saying about me. No. <laughs> so I, I kind of was able to use my phone. So I went on YouTube to start looking up um, videos on bad backs. How can you fix a bad back? What kind of stretches you could do in bed? Uh, I looked at Bob and Brad's uh, fine YouTube channel. For the people that have been with me for a while, they saved my life when my back uh, blew out when I had a wonderful uh, trip to Disney with my with my whole extended family. That's on the podcast if you want to check it out. you got to go back a while. But I was checking out Bob and Brad videos and some other videos and chiro- some chiropractor from Illinois. Turned out to be a lifesaver. And so then in the middle of the night, because I can't sleep, this was probably the third day. I, I I've absolutely have lost track of days. Probably about the third day, um, I'm like, all right, you got, I mean, you got to fight through this pain. So I'm just up here in bed like this with the phone, you know, holding it up so I can see it, uh, looking up stretches and slowly stretching, slowly stretching and trying to get some space in between these discs and and I'm icing the back and my my. My lovely daughter's coming up, and she's, like, putting all sorts of stuff on my back. Heat and ice and heating pads. And Long story short, that's why I haven't been around. Uh, the back pulled out so bad that I was, in, uh, I was in bed pretty much for a week. Like I said, the last two days, sort of walking up and down the stairs and, and uh, you know, hanging with the family and, and, and kind of getting some normalcy back. But even as I sit here, you can see me leaning. Uh, I'm just leaning because it still hurts a lot. The pain is probably down to a four. I would say about a four, but I could kind of stand and walk. And I'm continuing to stretch and do uh, exercises that hopefully will um, hopefully will bring this back uh, back. But uh, it's it's just a nightmare when this back pulls. My wife, uh, unfortunately, is very used to this at this point. I will scream. No! Really loud. And it's not because I'm pulling my back necessarily. It's it's me knowing that I'm going to be in hell for up to a month. Although with the yoga in recent years and a lot of stretching and building up my core, now when the back goes, a, a basic back pull, I could get it. I could get back to pretty much healthy within within a couple days. But but when it pulls like it did last week. I'm just, I'm just in it, and then of course I see everybody on the uh, in the chat room talking about um, surgery. So I don't know, I don't know what caused my herniated disc. I have no idea. I was very active as a youngster. I was an athlete. I was a, I was a cross country runner. I played basketball. Played a lot of golf. Did a lot of skiing. So any one of those things. I was a caddy. 
any one of those things could have easily uh, compromised my uh, my discs, my lower discs. My theory is, though, um, why it's so bad. I think my discs were compromised, and then I, I believe, I don't know, I don't know for sure. But I believe when I was in that car accident with Brother Weeds back in uh, 2000 in Rochester, New York, after signing a multi-million dollar deal to do radio, literally uh, two days after I signed the deal, I, I, uh, I was in a horrific car accident with Brother Weeds. We were T-boned. And the car hit right where I was sitting. We are up high, thank God. But I broke my nose because I went sideways into the, uh, the rear view mirror. And I think that motion of going sideways might have been the last straw for my discs and really, really compromised them to make it very, very easy for it to uh, pull out moving forward. And um, that accident was like 22 years ago. A lot of people said uh, over the years you got to avoid surgery. And um, for the most part... Uh, I, I agree with that. But then in recent years, people are like, oh, no, the back surgeries have gotten a lot better. So I'm going to get back to the city. I'm going to get an MRI to see what's going on with these two herniated discs. Discs. Look, you can see the tilt. I, I should be like this. But it's, it's, it's just tilting still. Like if I, if I look at a mirror, my, my whole torso looks like this. It's hiked up on one side. My whole left hip is about... I would say at least two inches higher than my 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 right hip. So it obviously it the disc slipped sideways. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll try to figure it out when we get back to the city. That's for sure. Um, what I worry about is as I get older, I still have tremendous. This isn't a this isn't me bragging. It's what I had to do over the years. But I have tremendous upper body strength because when the back pulls, you can't use your your back to do anything and you need to move your body so you're using all your arms and obviously your chest to try to get things done but the point being as I get older and older I'm not going to have that advantage anymore and one of these days this back's going to pull I'm going to be an old fucking dude and I'm going to be one of these guys that just lays on a floor for two or three days until someone does a wellness check so that's why I think I might be heading toward uh, towards uh, surgery. I love Helix Sleep. At this point, I have pretty much have replaced all my mattresses in my home with Helix Sleep. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for you, my friend, at helixsleep.com slash opie. How I became aware of Helix Sleep, I was in the market for a mattress. I did some uh, online reviewing, and Helix Sleep came back for me with the best reviews. Got a mattress. The crazy part is they, they mailed it to my house. The box was a lot smaller than the mattress size. I was confused. I opened up the box. It was shrink-wrapped. I started cutting into the plastic, and all of a sudden, the thing came to life in front of my eyes. The kids were like, wow! And I got to be honest, so was I. <laughs> I'm easily amused. What makes Helix Sleep so good? They got a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete. It matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for someone else? That's not smart. With Helix, you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for the way you sleep. And of course, they know everyone's unique. So they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattresses great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. 
Mattress is great for spinal alignment to prevent morning aches and pains and even a Helix Plus mattress for plus size sleepers. Just go to helixsleep.com slash opie, take their two minute sleep quiz and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. I absolutely love all my mattresses from Helix Sleep. And don't forget, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for you at helixsleep.com slash opie. Let me give that to you again. Once again, $200 off all mattress orders, two free pillows for you at helixsleep.com slash opie. My friend Mason down there in Austin, Texas. Good morning. Oh, glad to see you up and around. Sort of up and around. I'm sitting in a chair. This is the longest I've sat in a chair in a week. And I feel it. I feel it. It's all on the left side. Uh, Do your research on surgeons. Thanks, Trevor Myers. And consider the surgery. You need to keep fishing. Hell yeah. We were having such a good time, too. Our summer was going great. But uh, the last week's a blur. I had all the shades down. I had the AC up to like 62 in this room as I was just trying to sit there. I was, uh, I was, uh, you know what? I don't care. I literally don't care, so I'll tell you. I was peeing into a giant cup. Because every time I had to get up to go to the bathroom, I'm like, oh my God, I don't know if I could do this. So I finally had to get a, a cup. I laid in bed for so long, I, I started developing the beginning of bed sores. Those are, those are pretty much healed, thank God. Because I'm just sitting in sweat and ice bags and then all sorts of creams. And I can't wash myself and I can't, I can't turn over. So I'm just, I'm just making soup in my lower back as I lay there. And one of the things I had to do, I had to accept the fact that there's no way I could go to the, you know, get up and pee four, five, six times a, a day. So I started just peeing in a cup. And then thank God, you know, I, I, you could figure out how the cup had to be emptied. Let's just put it that way. Did Mike Sappho come and get the cup? No, he didn't. <laughs> oh, my God. But anyway, we were having a really wonderful summer. And um, a mere couple days before my back pulled, I was on the water with my brother. He lives on the North Fork of Long Island, and we were, um, I, I, I forget the, I, it's, uh, it's the water be- between the North Fork and the South Fork, and you can see Shelter Island, and there's a lighthouse over there near Orient Point. We were in that water. We weren't actually in the ocean, but we were in that water that leads out to the ocean. It was me and my brother and my two kids and, and one of his sons. And uh, it was glorious. We were having a wonderful day on the water. The conditions were calm. We were fishing, having the time of our lives. Kids were really happy. They were catching fish left and right. Came back two days later out here fishing, like I said with some friends of ours and just really enjoying the beach and the community because we all know each other out here. So it's like this person walks over to catch up and hands you a beer and then you go over here and say hi to this guy and then, oh, these people are moving. I want to say goodbye to them. And then our kids are playing over here and the dog's running around. It's just it's just fucking amazing. That's what I, that's what I uh, consume my days with these days instead of like people talking crappy about me on some dumb show somewhere 
But uh, the kids were uh, fishing. I was showing them how to surf cast. And they're doing pretty good with that. And then sure enough, later that day, the back just went. <laughs> but anyway, that's about it. Um, going to make it short because I, I am really achy. I, 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 I set up everything for this morning and then I, I was this close to just going right back to bed. But I figured I, uh, I owed like the regulars, the people that are here for a good reason, you know. I figured I had to pop on, show my face, and explain what's been uh, what's been going on. So, the people, like I said, in the private Facebook group, they knew. Drink lots of whiskey. That'll kill the pain. Uh, honestly, so Saturday would have been six days into this back issue. I took a giant fence post. My lovely wife and my, my kids, they set up a nice beach day because, you know, they, they, they can't sit in the house with me anymore. So, you know, we got some giant fence posts that are laying around from some storm that just takes out your shit. <laughs> you come out here in the winter to check on your house. You're like, oh, okay, the, the last storm took out a bunch of our shit. So there's always something laying around. So I found a giant fence post. I mean giant. It was like, it was like uh, an eight-foot eight foot post, thick, heavy wood. And I'm like, I'm going to use this to go down to the beach. So I was like Moses, like this, one step at a time, holding on, hugging this thing in between steps. And I got down to the beach. I was sitting in, um, actually, we took a chair from the house with good back support. And I sat there, watched the kids swim. We enjoyed the beach. I was achy as all hell. But I'm like, I can't lay in that bed anymore. And long story short, I said, I'm going to have a few drinks now. So I had a few, um, I don't know, what what the hell was I drinking? It wasn't bad, actually. It was some kind of, um, it was some kind of tequila drink in a, in, a, um, in a can. Problem I have with it, it's like a seltzer tequila flavor thing. And they're trying to keep the calories down, I guess. So... Each can was 110 calories. I was telling my wife, man, they jacked this shit up to 150 calories uh, per can. That's still not too bad. And then you get a, a lot more flavor. Because the flavor sounded amazing, but they didn't have enough of that flavor in there. But I was uh, not going to lie to you. I had three of those to medicate and just to, to, numb, to numb the back pain. But we, we, it, was, uh, it was wonderful. But because I did that on Saturday, then yesterday I woke up and everything went backwards uh, a little bit so then I had to lay around again yesterday as soon as I turn this off I'm just going to go right over there and lay down for the next oh god at least four hours just staring at the ceiling I uh, I wanted to watch uh, the Bill Burr uh, Netflix thing <sighs> sorry I think that was when I, yeah it was when I finally got up here 24 hours later after laying on my back on the couch for 24 straight hours just staring at the ceiling not sleeping at all and making sure I don't move a, a centimeter but I got up here I'm like uh, I go you know what I'll catch up on some of the stuff I want to watch and one of the first things I want to watch is Bill Burr's Netflix special I turned it on this is how much pain I was in my wife checked on me I was watching Bill Burr's uh, Netflix special I was easily a half hour in. She comes up to check on me. She goes, how is it? I go, I don't know. I literally went, I don't know. 
And then I realized that even though I was staring at the TV, trying to enjoy my old friend Bill Burr, as he's a massive celebrity now, I couldn't focus enough because of the back pain to give my wife the answer to the question, how is it? I couldn't even tell you one joke he did. I, I realized I'm just staring. So then I just turned uh, I just turned that off, unfortunately. For every bad, there's a good. So these storms... Hey, Max, how are you, buddy? He writes, hey, don't badmouth storms. That's how I make money. Thank God for bad weather. So that's how the world works. You get these bad hurricanes that wipe out areas or, tor- or tornadoes or a bunch of those tornadoes in Tornado Rally. And that's horrible when they hit. Obviously, people lose everything. Sometimes they lose their lives. And then you got people like Max. No offense to Max, but in between storms, Max is just sitting there hoping for a storm. That's just the reality of it. Because as soon as that storm is over, guess whose phone is ringing? Max. Max's phone is ringing. And then he goes back to, to, to work. And that's how he makes his living. Why can't I block this guy? Here, this guy's obsessed, so is this really what he ended up as? Who? What? There's nothing wrong with me turning on um, a camera and live streaming, bro. Go obsess. If you have to obsess to fill your empty heart, then do it. I just find it incredibly weird, especially the first thing in the morning. Like, first thing in the morning, ignore me today because of the back, but first thing in the morning... Nothing, nothing has bothered you yet. So if you wake up in the morning and go, oh, I got to start my hate. And you search me out, let's say, and just hit me with all sorts of hate at the first thing in the morning. That's just, I think that is really weird. Later in the day, I understand life gets the best of you. It's knocking you down here and there. And then you can't help it. And then you got to act up. I get that as human nature. But to wake up in the morning when nothing is bothering anyone yet. (laughs) And that's your first thought. I find that really weird. Thanks, Mike Smith. When you have a bad back, there's two things. There's actually three things. You don't want to sneeze. Oh, good God. A sneeze was coming on and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. And I was able to grab my nose and shake it like this and move it around and knock out sneezes so I didn't have to actually sneeze with a bad back with, uh, with a pulled back, pulled discs. You don't want to sneeze. The people with back problems understand all this. I'm just, I'm just sharing this with the people that have glorious, wonderful backs. The second thing you don't want to do, oh, good God, is cough. Oh, good God. <clears throat> like, even clearing my throat like that a couple days ago was no bueno. And then the third thing, uh, my wife's really funny. And I had to beg her. I'm like, you can't make me laugh. I, I'm like, I beg you. Because laughing with a bad back is a nightmare as well. I take, uh, I take some edibles there, James Banks. I do think Opie would enjoy smoking weed or taking edibles. He's got that enlightened vibe as opposed to his former co-hosts who need to numb their brains with booze and... Wow, booze and trannies. My goodness. Um, no, I, uh, I dip into the edibles and I finally found a good dose with the, the micro-dose uh, uh, gummies. Microdose.com. Use the promo code Opie. 
it helps uh, support the podcast, and they're uh, they're taking care of you if you use the promo code. I that's a free ad for them. I didn't get paid for that. Relax, everybody. I definitely dipped into the uh, the microdose gummies during the last week to to calm my nerves. I didn't go with the. Uh, I got two kinds. I got two kinds. I got the the one kind, which is a lot of CBD, which will just chill you out, and then it has a touch of the THC. Of course, the THC is the thing that gets you uh, high. But it's only a touch where you barely feel it. I was definitely, um, I was definitely taking that every night before I went to bed to try try to chill me out. And then they have the other kind where uh, the THC level is a lot higher, all legal, whatever you're allowed to mail. That's what they do. Although uh, I, one of my friends was trying to do the right thing. Uh, he was on the screen. I, I, I could say it. Mason from Austin, Texas. He's like, oh, he calls me the other day. He goes, oh, uh, I, you know, I want to support you. And, of course, I want uh, I want a little taste. But uh, they don't ship to Texas. Ah, Texas. Texas is going to ruin everything. They're behind with the, the edibles and the marijuana, right? They hate women and their, and their right to choose what to do with their bodies. They're absolutely going to go after the gay marriage thing. They're absolutely going to go after uh, interracial marriages. <laughs> Texas stinks. Yeah, I guess that means I'm a libtard. I'll, I'll beat you to the punch. They stink. And it's sad because there's pockets of Texas that is absolutely amazing. I used to love my time in Dallas when I went down there a bunch. Went to Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas could be one of the coolest places in the entire country. But I don't know what's going to happen to like uh, a place like Austin, Texas, if uh, if Texas itself continues to go down that radical road. I think it'll shut down Austin. Because people, and I think this is the intention, because people are going to be like, fuck all this. I'm going to move to another state. And I think that's what they want to happen. Uh, what is this guy saying? You don't, you don't, you don't think the rainbow, all right, you don't think the rainbow did it to themselves considering they confuse themselves with trans. Trans and gay are not the same. I, I, I don't know what you're trying to get at. I, I believe in the trans thing as well. Sorry. See, that's the problem with living in New York City. You, you see like, you know, people are, are are way more open to many different lifestyles. So you, you see it working. And I'm not bothered by any of it. It's a little strange, you know, because uh, I'm older. And uh, when I was growing up, we didn't talk about any of this stuff. So to that point, it's a little strange at times. But you see it working right in front of your eyes. This will blow people's minds. Well, I could say this. I could talk in broad strokes. There's a few trans kids in, in my, my kids' schools. And know it's weird? No one, and I mean no one, gives a shit. And they're well-adjusted. And who am I to say that they shouldn't be that way? And the kids themselves, it's, I can't tell you how normal it is to them. They don't even think twice about it in the classrooms. So it's hard for me to be against that. I, I literally see it working in front of my eyes. We've got lesbian couples that have kids that, got, oh my God, we actually do play dates with them. And it just, it, I, we just see it working around us. And no one thinks twice about it. No, I mean, no one. 
But man, you go to another part of the country and it's life and death. They will fight. They will fight you over that. How old's the kid, uh, Benjamin Tucker? Uh, I mean, the first time I saw it, the kid was five. Some days he would come in into class. I could talk about this kid because they, they have left uh, the school. They left a couple years ago. Um, two dads, trans kid, biological boy, would come to work. Uh, come to work. <laughs> I fucking back. Would come to school in a dress and boy sneakers. And guess what? No one cared. I mean, literally no one cared. And then, you know, two, three days later, maybe he would come in dressed as a traditional boy. And it would kind of go back and forth, but more dressed like a girl than not. And um, we've had play dates with the kid. Um, Totally, totally normal. Maybe he'll grow out of it someday. I have no idea. Personally, I would say, how, how do you know at five? Um... But I, I, that's just the question I have. It would suck, though. Like, let's say you're you're five and you go through all this, right? And then fast forward, like, you've decided, okay, it was just a phase. And uh, now, <laughs> now you're looking at old pictures as, as like a high school kid. And now you get really mad at your parents. Why would you accept me going to school like this? I'm all for do what you want, but studies are showing at that age five, it's a phase. All right. Look, I I didn't see the kid um, hurting themselves or others, so that's where my head's at. They're not hurting themselves or others. It just seemed, like I said, very, very normal. I honestly can't remember anything when I was five. Yeah, I know. That's the chance you take. Because now this kid's going to be a lot older, and he's going to look at you like, I was five. I don't know, though. I mean, it's been my experience, not that I'm an expert, that there's definitely been a few that we've come across living in New York City, and I think they're right where they need to be. Let's just put it that way. You live uh, long enough to to know in your head, you're like, all right, I think that person is right where they're supposed to be. Let's just put it that way. All right, guys, uh, I'm glad I turned this on. Um, it was all over the place. I understand that. But I'm absolutely still hurting from this back. Uh, hopefully, like, i got to get a new episode of the podcast out. I've just been laying in bed. I'm like, I, how do I even get a new episode out? I was going to, like, turn it on while I'm laying in bed. But the pain of trying to do anything is what got in the way, unfortunately. So, uh, hey, if you gave me a few bucks, thank you very, very much. I greatly appreciate it because, you know, I've run out of uh, Tiger Bomb. I got one left. These have been glorious. My heating pad's on the floor. My peanut butter pretzels are over there on the nightstand. And then I have some uh, cryo-free CBD. They're not a sponsor anymore, so F them. I got my microdose gummies over there, promo code OP. What else do I got? Uh, oh, I have another CBD uh, orange-like ointment. Oh, that will fire up your back. That's been lovely. And then I look at uh, this hammock that's sitting in the corner that I took took from outside. You can see the hammock. That's the hammock thing right there. And I'm like, how am I ever going to get in a hammock with this bad back? Jesus. Oh, it just sucks. Oh, 
I'm putting this on my uh, lower back. I'm not going to lie to you. Every once in a while, you know, I put a, a lot on my lower back and then just a little touch on my ball bag. Just to keep everyone honest. I will end with this. So when the back pulled and I knew I couldn't move for 24 hours, I'm like, I, I, I'm going to have to go to the bathroom in uh, the next 24 hours. going to have to go to the bathroom. And that was my biggest fear. I'm like, how do I go number two with a very bad back? Like I explained with the, the number one, you know, I, I, had a, I had to go cup. Had to go cup. This is real life for the people. I like talking about this stuff because I'm not the only one that has to, you know, go through some of this stuff. I, and I have no problem admitting it. I had to go cup. But the number two, I'm like, oh, my God, how am I going to do that? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make in my pants because I can't move. So the anxiety of, of worrying, and then my stomach starts like gurgling, and I can't move. I'm like, oh, my God, how many more hours can I hold out? I am proud to say that I was able, with a lot of effort, to get from this bed down the hall to a bathroom to, to make on my own. And I even got the wipe in. I figured out how to, like, get in a position where I could use my left arm. I couldn't go right. I had to go left. And I got the job done, thank God. Could you imagine? I would have to tell my wife <laughs> that I just made in my pants in our bed. Are you kidding me? You don't come back from that. I think uh, a higher power, I will say, was looking out for the kid and said, look, you're in a lot of pain, but you don't worry. You're going to make on your own. You're going to walk yourself down that hall. Oh, it's going to take probably 20 minutes to go uh, 15 feet. But you're going to get to that turlet, and you're going to make on your own. And you're never going to have to tell your wife that you made in your pants in your bed. Thank you, higher power. Get lost. We'll talk soon. Bye, guys.